Podfix Network, baby. This is former WWF Light Heavyweight Champion Gilbert, brother, and you're listening to the Greetings Guild Podcast. I do have a quick question to open things up for you guys if you want to play along. No. No? Okay, fine. <laughs> Fuck it. We don't have to do right, this. Folks, that was episode 90 of the Cretans Guild podcast. It's over before it starts. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Good night, everyone. I do that like once out of every three episodes. <laughs> Try every other. Uh, I'm so glad I came back. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, oh, Bobby's back. How you guys doing? Uh, oh, you know. It, you know it feels sir- like forever since I've been here. <sighs> it, it does feel like forever. Where have you been? Uh, I've been stuck in a bubble. You've been trapped Literally. in the G League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I've got stories about that. But, but before that, I just wanted like a quick little uh, question, like psychological question here to open things up. Think of an actress you had a major crush on. Rachel Lee Cook. Okay. Sandra Bullock. All right. And Corey, you probably know mine. I think so. There could be one of three that I can name off. Okay. The save time, let's just say Rachel Wise. Okay. okay. All right. Isn't it Rachel Vise? Well, she is, she yeah. is German. Yes. If it's the name like Vice, she would have to be she German. She would have to be German, and that W would have to be... So, I thought she was Welsh. So, Bob, I'm wondering, what what, what about Rachel Vice makes you tingly Rachel, in the nether bits? You know what, you know what it is about Rachel Vice is that he she is his biggest Vice. Oh, oh I see yeah. what you did say. Oh, you oh, cheeky yeah. little monkey. Oh, you made it funny. That's right. Oh, that's so good. We do tell jokes, you know. Welcome to Germany. <laughs> That's not not offensive. (laughs) All right, so so here's here's the experiment. Name a movie that this actress has been on. She's all that. Well, Rachel Weisz. No, your your crush. Oh, uh, Lake House. That was the last one I saw. Okay, and I'll go with the Mummy. So, let's say uh, producer comes to you and says, "All right, we are going to offer you up. You get to have a date and a night with this actress. No questions asked." Do whatever you want. She's into it. Whatever. The trick is, you also have to have sex with one of her male co-stars from that same movie. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Done. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. The, okay, I yeah. was okay. Done. <laughs> I'm kind of on like a different platform with this because I would kind of feel bad about taking her out on a date to begin with. <laughs> As we- so, want to talk some nerd shit? <laughs> All right, that's a start. <laughs> Uh, everyone who is tuning in and uh, tuning out across the country no. right now. No, 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 no. They're you can like, hear the clicks across the land. No, they, they, if they stuck with us for this far, they're like, man, we missed the cringe. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's, uh, it's back. We're home. In, in all seriousness, no welcome. It's serious new. Mm-hmm. In all seriousness, though, everybody, welcome to episode 90 of the Cretans Go Podcast. I am Jay. With Ooh. me, as always, is Corey and yep. returning triumphantly. From the land of Gatorade and Sweaty Man is Bob. <laughs> that sounds suspicious. We are, well, I mean, it's you got to stay hydrated, dude. Yes. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> we are part of the Podfix Network. That's podfixnetwork.com. And there is a fellow Podfix podcast you should listen to. It's not rocket surgery. It's a science technology. God damn it. Why do we keep getting the smart people advertising on our show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a science technology and geek culture radio show on 98.9 Northwest FM from Melbourne, Australia. Podfix like a motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I like that. Yeah, so uh I don't know, maybe there's a grander plan to it. Like they're trying to they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to bring us up. There's a curve. Like the the smart people over here and then there's the Cretans on the other end of the spectrum. I suppose. We're it's like not- uh we're like that that scene from the the I want to say it was a George Carlin stand up where uh oh no no no, it was um Robin Williams himself mm. or not himself. Robin Williams uh Robin Williams on Coke. Most likely. Right. Uh, where it's a look into the subconscious and you turn around and it's... <laughs> and that's us. To a T. Because to, to our credit, we're not like absolute morons. No, but yeah. we're also not the people you go to first when there's a question. No. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it depends on which of the three of us you ask. Right. Yeah. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what the subject matter is. Like, if, if you ask me who, uh, who led the league in scoring for the NBA G League in 2021... Season, I would say Incadare, and I would probably be wrong. And Bob might know. No, I wouldn't. 
Oh, you right away. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Never mind. Don't pay attention to me then. Just, just ask us questions and we'll at least lie to you. But here's the thing. I have this thing called Google. Oh, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> and I also, I was only there to make sure everyone sounded good. I, d- I didn't care what they did. That's fair. And honest. Uh, Probably so, more honest than your resume demands. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. All right. So to our, our listeners, new and old, if you want to hear us on some other services than the one you're currently listening to us on, uh, we can also be found on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, our main source, Podbean, uh, Tout, and now Amazon Music. Just ask your still what the fuck ask your because I have one down here. I'm not going to say this. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> ask your automated lady from Amazon. No, we should test this. You know what? Screw it. Hey Alexa. Play those assholes on the Cretans Guild podcast. She's being defiant. Wow. Have we offended an AI? <laughs> That's very possible. Alexa, play those assholes on the Cretans Guild podcast. She's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we are on Amazon Music. I do promise that. <laughs> Skynet has principles. <laughs> 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 who, who would have thought? <laughs> okay, let's let's try this. All right, all right, all right. Alexa, what's the temperature? Right now, it's 41 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Alexa, play the Cretans Guild podcast. Hmm, I couldn't find Cretans Hill. Oh, a likely story, sure. <sighs> yeah, she couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we are there. <laughs> she just slammed the door on us. Is <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> so what that was? Wow! So yeah, Rachel Lee Cook, if you're listening to the show. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I want this to have gone all the way up to Bezos. Yeah. And just be like, wait, I have to greenlight this shit? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'd be crazy not to. And then there's like, and then there's like a very sciencey montage of everybody. <laughs> now that that's gone off the rails for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I am so glad to be back. <laughs> So uh, the the rundown I'm, I, I noticed, Bob, is uh, uh, blank. Yeah. So I figure uh, there's like two two things I want to talk about. One of them was just to give you guys an update of how uh, my bubble stint in the G League went. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely cool. want to hear that. Last year, when the shutdown first happened, they invited 22 NBA teams to the same facility down at Disney's ESPN Y World of Sports, which for, from here on out, I'll just refer to as the campus it's, to save on time. It's a mouthful, but to somebody yeah. who plays a lot of, uh, uh, of anime games, it's not. That's like the, the near Automata one. Near Automata? Like, uh, year of the Yoda. Yorta. Near colon Automata uh-huh. dash bunch of nonsense colon something else dash nonsense. It's like... Yeah. And that's not even the worst. I'm not even going to play I'm, that I'm game. sorry, Bob. <laughs> we just completely derailed your yeah. shit. All right. So, <laughs> tell us about the G League, Bob. <laughs> All righty, then. Uh, uh, there, there, is, there is no G League. No, wait. There is a G League. The female orgasm, though. That's the myth. I'm sure they love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Drink up, Shriners. All right. What's our show about? Does anybody know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your whole fucking <laughs> life, pal. <laughs> Oh god! All right. I don't know what what is our description on Podbean. Uh, <laughs> Three guys with social issues talking about pop culture, nerd culture, pizza. All right. No, that's accurate. That's I, pretty. I mean, that's, that's fair pretty enough. Yeah, yeah, that works. Mm. All right. Yeah, so try right. again for a third. So time, you've Bob. made it to yeah. the G League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, basically, what they did was they carried over the same system that they had for the NBA players mm-hmm. when they did that last year, and the, they decided. Well, instead of stretching it out, let's just squeeze the entire fucking season into 30 days. No, it was less than that. It was 27 days. God. 18 teams, and we played a total of 135 regular season games in 27 days. That's six games a day over two venues at the campus. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, that's not something I'm in a hurry to go back and do. (laughs) Shit. That was... It was a bit of a hassle. The first four days was set up. We went to one arena. We wired it for sound, put mics up here, put mics over there, put mics over here, set up headsets, got all kinds of uh, wiring for the broadcast ready. And that was probably 11, 12 hour day. Second day, did the same exact thing at the main arena. And then the next two days, we just rehearsed and tested the equipment. And then we just went full bore for the next 27 days, six games a day, three games in both venues. Six games a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those, okay, 
are G League games about as long as a typical basketball game? They're a little faster, but they're they're time just as long. Uh, they go a little faster because this is what I learned in the G League is where they test a whole bunch of rules before they go to the NBA. Okay, huh. so it's like, like it's like minor league hockey and minor league baseball then. Yeah, they they test a oh. rule for a season or two. It's like okay, this is working. Let's bring it on over to the NBA. Do you have two base server? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were doing some of that in uh, this league. So the games were going about two to two and a half hours, which is a normal basketball game, yeah, basically. and six of those. So. Yeah. But they were running concurrently. You said there were two arenas? Yeah, there were two arenas, three games uh, in each okay. arena, right. six games total. Okay. So we would play one game, and a half hour later, we'd play another game. Then we'd stop for two hours, play another game, another game, stop for two hours, another game, another game. Uh, it didn't really get to be a problem unless there was one of the games had gone into overtime. Just like, oh man, we're gonna have to rush to clean up between the two games because we're wiping down stuff, we're getting equipment ready, we're resetting everything. Uh, it wasn't an impossible job. It wasn't the hardest job I ever did because basically the first week I was there, once my game started, there was the main arena and the backup arena. I was stationed at the backup arena, and once the game started, I just sat back and was like. Okay, because my job was to fix anything that went wrong. And luckily, nothing went wrong the entire season. So game starts. I look over the equipment. Everything's good. My job was also to check on the camera guys. Okay, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Uh, Robot camera's good. All right. I'm going to play on my phone for the next hour. Run like a (laughs) well-oiled fleshlight. That's good news. The interesting thing is they really threw this (laughs) together really, really fast, like, I think they made the decision in late January, and by February 6th, we had a crew assembled, we had the equipment ready to go, so that's really, I, really fast. I know, they were, they were like head-cunting, they were head-cunting, oh my god. Wow! <laughs> I don't know if they were doing that or not. <laughs> I don't think they had time and for that. And medical terminology, that's crowning, actually. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Any birthing jokes in here? God. Anyway. I lost my thought. No, uh, I remember they were headhunting talent like pretty aggressively uh, back in mm-hmm. January because they actually even called me up and said, that, you know, asked me if I wanted to do anything, and I couldn't because you know I'm somewhere else now. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like, we were supposed to have four audio assistants. We mm-hmm. ended up only having two the entire run. But I had like I think it was one, two, th- I had like four people that I was that were actually in my department at the old place that had uh, done G League stuff. Yep. And they said it was like a madhouse, at least for them. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. It was pretty patchwork. All right, put this guy in, put this guy in, go do this, go do that. And it was a lot of that. Oh, by the way, Jess says hi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I saw her there. I saw, like, a whole bunch of former golf people. Mm-hmm. All the camera guys were former golf people. Uh, are we saying where you guys work now? Yeah, we don't work there anymore. So, yeah, golf. Yeah, okay, I, I think we started this right. like two episodes or three episodes I'm just ago. making sure because I knew that was that was like the fucking forbidden door you don't walk through was saying saying Arnold Palmer's name. Eh, we kick the door every once in a while. <laughs> but... no, you spin around a circle. Well, we never, we never kicked the door. We just backed our cheeks up onto it and farted really loud. Yeah, that's loud, right. Yeah, okay, that's more accurate. Yeah, it was one of those hollow cord doors, so it reverberated really loud. Right. So it was like a... Spirit Airlines hot box. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever really directly said it, but a number of times I noticed, like on our video cast, Corey and I are both wearing golf attire. Mm-hmm. So, eh, read between the lines. You'll figure it out. So the really cool thing was they divided all everybody who was working in the bubble into a tier system. All the players, refs, and coaches were tier one. Mm-hmm. People who worked close to them were tier two. People who were broadcast were tier three. The funny thing is, I was part of Tier 3, but I was part of Blue Tier 3. There's Orange 3 and Blue 3, and it gets really confusing at this point, because Mm -hmm. are you Orange 3 or are you Blue 3? Because Blue 3 has to COVID test every single day, because Uh they're around players. Wow. Uh, The COVID test wasn't that bad, actually. Uh It was just... Swab in the nose, swab in the nose, swab inside the mouth. It wasn't, like, the brain sticker. Not the same swab, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, they use the same swab on your nose and then the different one for your and mouth. They, okay. Oh, okay. They were going to use the same one for like all of those orifices and then the one in the back. Yeah, we're going to check your ass now. Yeah, over. yeah. <laughs> but the ass happens first. It's protocol, you know. And I found out that the funny thing is, is since I was part of the ESPN crew, they were a, there was a Disney tier three and an ESPN d- tier three. And the whole reason behind that was because of budget. So ESPN tier three had food provided for them by 
uh, catering in ESPN, <clears throat> while Disney Tier 3 had Disney catering on site mm-hmm. just for them. Oh. I didn't know this the first day. <laughs> because the first day they said, all right, uh, g- this is your lunch hour. Unfortunately, it's just like three of you. So uh, it's just a walkaway lunch where you go and you find like a vending machine or something. Unfortunately, there's no vending machines have been serviced in a year. So as we're walking around, we notice tier three catering. Let's go in there. And man, if you've ever had catered Disney food, oh shit, that is heaven. (laughs) Never have. Safe to assume that it's a grade better than uh, bags of Doritos and some apples and whatever else. Yeah. 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 I think my first day uh, I had um, garlic mashed potatoes, green beans, salmon, and beef tips. All right, so not Fuck you. not not anything from fucking Pecos Bills, huh? It's no, 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 no. Uh, my coworker and I, Sam, we get uh, these these meals. We go out to the baseball stadium. We just sit. We look at the baseball field. It's like this is really nice uh, surrounding. The weather was nice. We're eating this great food. Throw away our stuff. We go back to the production center, and they said, "Did you find something to eat?" It's like, "Yeah, we went over to catering." They said, "Don't go there again. You're you're not budgeted for that." Huh. Okay. I went every day. (laughs) (laughs) They got us catering from like a different place every day. Tijuana Flats, PDQ, like all all these kind of restaurants, you name it. Oh my God, PDQ. Yeah, well, it was good. After a while, we became a connoisseur on chicken nuggets because we had chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A, from Wendy's, from everywhere you can name. Yeah. And... At first, they weren't doing a really good job of doing a head count. <laughs> so the camera guys and I would be the last ones in. We look down. It's like, oh, there's no food. Aww. Some of the camera guys are grabbing like bags of chips and uh, like bags of crackers, whatever. And I'm like, guys, come with me. Follow me. Follow me. <laughs> we ate so good those, those days. <laughs> it's like Disney does not fuck around with their cooking, man. I can just imagine him standing at the head of the catering table like Moses opening the Red Sea. <laughs> he's the fucking... <laughs> leading he's, his people. He's the Pied Piper of hunger. Uh-huh. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, for the most part, when they would cater for us, it was actually good food. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes the portions were really small or not enough. Yeah. I think the funniest time is when uh, they ordered Carrabba's and they had a choice of lasagna, chicken carbonara, chicken parmesan. And something else, and something else. Eggplant all chicken meals. That's all. Well, they're all chicken meals, and oh. I know this because when the boxes came up, the the organizer just let out this gigantic motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh god, this can't be good. All, all the boxes from Carabas, every single one of them, had half a slice of chicken and nothing else. No pasta, no salad, nothing. It was just a box with half a slice of chicken. Fuck you, Carabas. What? <laughs> <laughs> Your food's not that good. I was like, boys, come with me. I know where we can get peach cobbler for dessert. <laughs> so so Orlando ended up winning the G League, though, right? Uh, Lakeland won the G League. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right the first time. Because <laughs> they CFL, uh, CFL, and all surrounding provinces, I guess, yeah. vicinities. Yeah, it's fucking Orlando. The, the crazy thing about the G League is teams that start off like 7-0, and 8-0 to start off with, their players start getting called up by the NBA <laughs> and there's like their best players and they just tanked after that. So a lot of teams that started off strong went downhill real fast. So it was it was really strange because we all looked at Lakeland and was like, these guys have had the same player since day one. No wonder they're going to win this thing. Wow. So poaching actually happens pretty early in the G League season. Well, that's what it's for. It's to get players developed to the point where they can get called up to the NBA should there be an injury or something else. Shit. Yeah, it's just developmental. Right. It happens. Yeah. So, overall experience, would you do it again? I'll let you know once I get paid. (laughs) Because they owe us five checks, I've seen two. And a lot of people are like, when are we going to get paid? Ooh, shit, what? Yeah, it's... I got the explanation of uh, everything is processing. So, I don't know if it's going to... The remaining payments are going to come at once. Hmm. Or they're just going to start trickling in like they were the first two. Uh, I'm trying not to worry about it. I'm trying not to sweat it. But, yeah, where's my money? (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Damn. So so let me me rephrase then. Let's say they had paid you. Okay. (laughs) Is this something you would do again? Probably. Okay. Probably. 
we've heard that the women's NBA might do something. Uh, we were hearing that college might hold some of their tournament. That turned out not to be the case. I, it's a fantastic facility. I'm shocked that no one uses it on a regular basis. College college keeps their shit to the Midwest, right? Because the Big Ten is uh, in Indianapolis. Or that's, in, that's the NCAA. Well, NCAA does is is all over the place, but okay. the uh, yeah. the the tournament is is usually in eight different places to start, and then it trickles down until you get to the the Sweet Sixteen is in. I think the first round is in like twelve different places, and then it's in eight different places, and then six different places, then they finish everything up in one place. Yeah, and then yeah, like the final like Elite Eight, Final Four, mm-hmm. and the championship game are all held in one spot. Huh. So okay. Well, fuck me. You made me ask a question about sports. So, guys, you ready to have some fun? Sure. Talk about something? No. Sure. All right. No. It was, yeah. it was only You already hit your quota. Uh, all right. Okay. I, I did laugh, though. I, yes. I, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I giggled a little myself. So, anyway, guys, we did this last year. I thought it'd be a lot of fun to go ahead and do... Did we? Yes. So, I figured we'd, we'd do this again this year. Uh, I came up with a list of things, and I figured this should be a lot of fun for us to talk about. So tonight, guys, we are going to do the 2021 Nerd Playoffs. Oh, oh. shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, okay. Unison. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. I was thinking about this, like, on the way up here because I was listening to the podcast. Like, man, we haven't done a playoff. I was like... thinking about this a couple <laughs> weeks ago, actually. I'm like, man, we're getting into March. We haven't done a playoff yet. That's yeah. That's weird. Well, here we go. This year, we're going to look at the most iconic <laughs> starships in the history of film. You were really bored in the G League. <laughs> I was really bored. <laughs> All right. Let's make it happen. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So off the bat, I came up with as many iconic starships uh, from movie, TV, film. That's the same thing as movie and film. Okay. And uh, video games. Uh, and then I decided, okay, after some of these, uh, I really got to narrow it down to what I th- I honestly felt were like the 32 most iconic. So yeah, this is what I figured we talk about. There's the three of us, so it'd be real easy. One of us makes the decision. If okay. it's a counterpoint, then the third person will be the tiebreaker. All right. And this, if you need introduction or instructions about what ship is what, because I'm sure some of these, the names you look at them, you're like, what is that? But as soon as you see the image, like, oh, it's that ship. Yeah. Okay. The- All right. What's an Eagle Five? Eagle Five. Let me show you. I mean, it's not gonna win. Oh, shit. The Winnebago. This is the original Star Trek, the original series Enterprise. Not the Kelvin universe, not any other version. It's the one from the original series versus Spaceballs Eagle 5. I never knew it had a name. I didn't either. Dude, that uh, Eagle 5, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Eagle 5. Yeah, like, I, like I love it's, me a some, be- it's a better design. I love me some Enterprise, but that is like iconic shit yeah. right there. Really, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. And frankly, I like the next gen design better for the Enterprise. Yeah, I, you should have. You should have seen it coming from me because I'm all about that like dumbass heavy heavy metal, uh, um, iconoclastic uh, mech design sh- stuff. You know. Okay, fair enough. Like a, all right, next ship, we have Spaceball One versus the Milano. I don't know. Spaceballs One does transform. Yeah, I kind of have something against the Milano. I'm gonna get this out of there. Um, it's a it's a dumb thing, but then again, this is nerd chat, so expect it. Um, that's not actually that's not actually the Guardians ship. No, it's not. It yeah. should no. be ship. It should be ship. Exactly. Um, I gotta go with Spaceball One because I don't. I mean, I I like the Milano. It's fine. Yeah, the interiors are pretty uh, pretty well designed. I like uh, how their barracks are uh, stored beneath like the common area. The, but the, so one of the things I don't like about it is the exterior of the Milano doesn't match to the interior of the Milano. Mm-mm. You sh- not like, at all. You sure about that? Le- well, yeah, because the I'm just I'm just I'm just talking about like the outside is all pretty and pristine and gorgeous, and the inside looks like a frat house, uh, like like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it just it <laughs> right. doesn't it doesn't fit to me. Like uh, okay, all right. So I was gonna say, as far as like um, let's say like- speculative interiors are concerned, uh, God, this is gonna be the nerdiest fucking thing ever said on the show. <laughs> no, it won't. I have the Lego. That's true. And I put that bitch together. <laughs> so I do too. Oh, a spaceball one. Yeah, yeah no, of uh, of the Milano. And oh. um, I mean, they have to microscale everything to you know mini fig scale and such, and uh, compact a couple of other like common areas too. But it does work out. Um, what I have against the interior design of it though is that it is essentially Firefly. Yeah. And a lot of Guardians, as original as James Gunn, or as many original ideas as James Gunn came to this franchise with, a lot of it was taken from Firefly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that is no more evident than it is in the interior design of the Milano. 
And I also, I, I really like that Spaceball 1 was clearly designed in AutoCAD. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it, there's, Do you know how hard it is to find an image of the entire ship? There, yeah. There's, I, I mean, there's kudos a, to you. That's a pretty good dig. Yeah, there, there's aliasing, and I, I just love that. I know. Like, what, what, I, what I love about it is the tune-shaded uh, seams. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's fantastic. All the gribbling on top of it and whatnot. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with it. I actually had, I had no idea that it looked like an IUD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Sp- Spaceball 1's my pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, Spaceball 1, I gotta agree with that. Okay. Alright, up next we have the Jupiter 2 from Lost in Space versus the NSEA Protector from Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Shit's classic, ah, but I never saw Galaxy Quest, so you might want, not want to include my vote in this or not. You, no, you have to vote. Okay, then I'm going with the fucking Lost in Space ship. There you go. Um, okay. I'm gonna go... I don't actually care for Lost in Space. I mean, you, you, you found that out when I couldn't remember what the hell the robot was named oh, yeah. in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Galaxy Quest ship, even though it looks like a pair of ice tongs. <laughs> it, it, I now I can't see that, or cannot see that. Uh, uh, so I got to split it. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna go Jupiter too, just because it's like the classic design of a of a flying saucer. Yeah, can't, I can't yeah. argue that that distinction. That's that's totally acceptable. All right, up next we have Slave One versus the Normandy Slave from Slave Mass one, Effect. Slave One, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> the Normandy sucks. Slave One's awesome. <laughs> What's the Normandy from? Uh, from Mass Effect. Mass I Effect. love Mass Effect. Normandy sucks. Give me the Slave One every day. Wow, it's a ship I don't care for from a series I care even less about. All right, Slave One it is. All right, continuing on we have. The Serenity versus Astro Train. Astro Train is garbage. Give me Serenity. Oh, I thought Astro Train was like one of your guys. No, fucking Astro Train is I mean, garbage. Well, here's here's where I was coming at with this. Um, I don't quite know that Astro Train should qualify. It is the only sentient. Well, no, that's not true. It's not the only sentient ship on here. Uh, it's certainly not the only what? like carrier ship in the Transformers, uh, not Armada, but Universe either. Oh, there were a couple that I was thinking of, but I figured this one was probably the best known. Oh. I mean, I, I, it's one of my favorite triple changers. I'm not going to take that away from it. It's a fucking space shuttle. It's there's also a train. Ze- there's zero goddamn imagination in that design. Uh, but the train is like a classic steam engine, though. That's not a picture of a train. I, That's a picture of a space shuttle. Yeah, but it could be. Against the Serenity. Guns. I'm going with Serenity. Oh, I'm going That's to, a shit design. I'm going to go with the Serenity, too. We're both going to go with it. There's probably not going to be any argument about that. But I, I, I like this picture. You can like Astro Train all you want. I, You're wrong, I, I but feel, you I feel can like was, I feel he was underserved by inclusion in this. He should have been something else. Like, maybe... I don't know. I, I loved Astro Train, but yeah, it's got to be Serenity. Um, all right. Up next, we have <laughs> the USS Defiant versus the Satellite of Love. Okay, this one, this one's hard for me. That's what she I said. Get it. That one's hard for you. And I'm going, I'm going with uh, the Defiant, by the way. That thing hauls ass. I never knew about this shit yep. before I started watching uh, Deep Space. The other one's shaped like a bone. Bob, I gotta, I gotta let you pick on this one. I, I, I need to be a tiebreaker if there is one, because I can't I can't pick. I mean, Mike did break the Hubble. Mike broke the Hubble. <laughs> Mike <laughs> broke the Hubble. Uh, wow, because I'm, I'm just as torn as you, Jay. It's a satellite I love, but the Defiant could take out a whole fleet if it wanted to. So, which, which are you picking? Satellite of Love. Okay. Um, Did not expect that. Not from the Trekkie, anyway. I know. Fuck, this one's really hard. Um, yeah. Alright, alright. Uh, shit. Alright, uh, alright, if I'm just going... Now, is this best design, or just do I have to take everything else into account, too? It's well. The name of the contest is the most iconic, but it basically it's whichever of the two ships you like more. It's a popularity contest. Oh, honestly, I mean, I like the Defiant more, but I in terms of like sheer iconic. If, if we're going for iconography, it's the satellite, right? Enough. Yeah, it's a satellite. I, I'm sorry, Cisco. Even though it can't break Earth's orbit, yeah, <laughs> and it's got a broken Hubble. <laughs> No, release the Hubble. Remember? Oh, that's right. It's, like, it does have gently, fully functioning monos. Like, like a bird <laughs> flying <the> away. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the satellite of love. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have the Executor what versus the, the Red Dwarf. It's the, it's Is the red... that a dust buster? <laughs> 
I'm going with that thing. I don't even know what that is, but that thing's awesome. It's it's from Red. Oh, you never heard of Red it's Dwarf? From Red Dwarf. <laughs> no, I don't uh, know what a Red Dwarf is. I'm it's sorry. It's a it's a British sci-fi show. I've only seen like two episodes of it. Very late at night. That, that's probably... the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is it got sparklers sticking out of its ass? What is that? Uh, oh, it's got like it's a fake satellite. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's goddamn brilliant. Yeah, that's that's my pick. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. Well, I'm pretty sure if I lived on the other side of the Atlantic, <laughs> this one would be more iconic. Um. I don't know. Um. Uh, I'll go with the oversized arrowhead. Yeah, the, the, the executor's just a fucking arrowhead. Like it's. I mean, it's it's. It's got zero drag, but then again, it's space, so that doesn't fucking matter. It's true. <laughs> How does this fucking sack of garbage propel itself? I don't. I don't know. I think I'm. I might. Change. I'm in love with this hard hunk of shit. I might change my vote to Red Dwarf just because it's an, it's enamored this dude so much. It's well, you don't have to worry about it because I've already voted for Red Dwarf. Right. It's got its name on its side like a tramp stamp. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you don't know what show this comes from. Oh my god, that's wonderful. What a terrible design. <laughs> oh, wait till you see the show. It, I can't wait. I'm going to have to watch it now. Oh, oh, oh. It, it's like Doctor Who on drugs. Well, 80s era Doctor Who on drugs. Oh, and, yes. and with 80s era BBC production values. Oh, so it's like a dollar an episode? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, a pound an episode? Yeah, po- perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps one quid. Yeah. Pound and a shilling. <laughs> it's, it's not good. What is a quid, anyway? Do you uh, know? It's a pound. It is a pound. Yeah. Why is it a quid? I mean, why do they call it a quid? I don't fucking know. They're British. I think it's like how we call a dollar a buck. I think yeah, it's kind of like just colloquialism. Yeah, but we have we have an origin for bucks, buckskins. There's a dollar per buckskin back in the trading days i don't know all right we're talking ships. anyone from england that's listening let us know <laughs> yes it, 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 that is if you've you know stuck with us hit us up in the comments <laughs> <laughs> and try to all try right. to top it type in english don't be like oi gov what you you know i'm doing all that <laughs> <laughs> unless it's goobs and then goobs type all you want and just ridiculous yeah. <laughs> whoa we have a loony up here <laughs> wow that was pretty good I, I fucking love you, Goobs. You're one of my absolute favorite people on the planet. Dude, I cannot, I cannot look at like a picture of a plastic holes cut in a sheet ghost without thinking of Goobs going, ooh. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. All right. You magnificent bastard. <laughs> All right. This next uh, matchup, I know exactly how it's going to go, and I think you guys are going to absolutely fucking love it. Mm-hmm. We have the Battlestar Galactica versus the Swine Trek. Oh, is that what the Battlestar Galactica looks like? I've never seen that show. That looks like an Epilady. I'm going with the Swine Trek. Yeah, the Swine Trek's significantly better. That's a terrible design. Yeah. That, it, it looks it looks like a battery charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just bad design. The Swine Trek's at least clever. And I kind of like. And I, I, so, so one of the things I like about the Swine Track, actually, uh-huh. just to, to be serious for a second, uh-huh. I like the antenna are kind of a nod mm-hmm. to the um, the wings on the, for lack of a better term, on the original series Enterprise. Oh, those are the nacelles, right? Yeah. yeah, sure, that's what they are. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you, my my you, you my, pick, my Star Trek fandom doesn't go that deep. I don't know what the different things are, but you pick shit up yeah. every once in a while. All right, what's next, Bob? <laughs> I was just noticing the Galactica, the way the, the sides are perforated like that. It kind of looks like a washboard. You can just play it. Do I strong <laughs> stick up and down the side? <laughs> All right, uh, that joke, Bob. All right, so we got oh, Millennium Falcon <laughs> versus the Event Horizon. The funny thing is that, like, the, the I think the Battlestar Galactica design was, like, so fundamentally unimaginative. We could have gone the rest of the night comparing it to, like, basic household items. Yeah, and like carry that shit all the way up till past midnight if we wanted yeah. to. All right, so this is the Falcon from Solo because it's got the rectangular radar dish. It's oh, not, it doesn't have the round dish, and it's or, clearly uh, not not fucking space debris covered yet in gray. What was the the first of the new trilogy? Because um, it had the square then. Did it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember everyone was pointing it out. I was like, oh, it's got a square dish now. I thought that was only in. So I don't remember. Is this a Mandela thing? Maybe. It's possible. Has it always Maybe. had a round dish on it? Wait, yeah, it did. Because most of its life, yeah. Okay, because most of us knew somebody that had the Kenner. Yeah, and it all, the fucker the always popped off. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And the other thing looks like an exercise bike. Uh, the other thing is the Event <laughs> Horizon. Um, and Yeah, what does that mean? 
You've never seen the Event Horizon. Uh, that's right. Probably <laughs> the scariest ship. See, in I this already know. Tournament. I already know what ship you're going for, but this to me is. Oh yeah, I hope it's the Falcon. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> this to me is like asking me to pick my like my favorite child. Well, what, why why does this one matter? Because this seriously looks like something I can hop on and scoot away on. <laughs> and that's that's not inspiring me for shit. Like I don't need a. Oh, space it kind of looks like a, a like if you turn it sideways, it looks like a double handled maybe uh, egg beater or or jackhammer or jackhammer. That's exactly it. It looks like something out of the like like a heavy metal version of the Jetsons. And that is exactly why I'm fucking in love with it. Um, because this was touring with Guar later. Yeah. Uh, this this was a movie about the um the lost ship. So it was basically like a Flying Dutchman story, but in space. Hmm. Okay. Um, about the lost ship that disappeared uh, once and uh, reappeared like some 12 years after it's after it vanished. Um, and so a search party was sent out to try to investigate and discover what happened to it. And apparently the technology that it used to uh, fast light travel through space actually folds one end of space over on top of the other. And I know that's like a total... Cliche, like sci-fi cliche now, but apparently Sam Neill describes it better. Sam Neill describes it a lot better, and this was one of like the earlier properties to kind of you know beat this cliche into the ground. Uh, but in order to get from one hole that overlaps to the other, it still has to squeeze through like a spread between the two. And guess where that spread goes? It goes to hell, or at least an equivalent dimension. So you have a haunted spaceship story, an effective haunted. This this was probably one of the scariest movies I ever saw. Yeah. Actually, wasn't I think this might have been my first actual scary, scary movie, which is probably why I hold it to such high sales, uh, high esteem. Because before that, it was just stuff like Army of Darkness, you know. So we're going Millennium Falcon. That's I, what I'm going with. My vote's I mean, up for Event Horizon, but you're probably going for the Falcon as well. I have to. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. All right. I'm, 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 I'm not, not going to fault you. Half of me is with the Falcon too. All right. Next up, we have the Ark from Transformers versus Planet Express. Well, that one's not busted up, so <laughs> go with that one right there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, it's Planet Express. All right, I'm gonna say something that's like not into heresy for like other Transformers is that, fans. Is that a mad face? Is that like a grumpy Transformer it head on there? It could be. Me. Like, I don't want to fly anymore. Here's the thing that fucking disturbed <laughs> me about the fact that like Transformers take vehicles everywhere. This is like no more evident. Are they riding inside of Grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? I mean, it doesn't transform once, so it could be that could be him in his recliner mode, where he get just doesn't want to get. Guts! <laughs> but like, do you okay? But uh, let's go to space now. When um, when friggin' yeah! um, sorry, when friggin' uh, the, the Transformers thing came out on uh, Netflix last year, the first of the, I think it was the Earthrise trilogy, or I don't know. I only saw the first one. It was goofy. War for Cybertron. War for Cybertron. Yeah, the second one's called Earth Earth Earthrise. Whatever. Oh yeah. It yeah, was yeah. such a silly fucking show. I mean, I loved where they were going with it, where, like, Megatron wasn't exactly a despot, but basically, like, <laughs> not that this couldn't have been too prescient to American politics at the time, but basically he was a guy that, like, you know, riled up the Decepticons into accepting their roles as, like, you know, the trampled-upon, beleaguered lower class. Um, and he played, like, politics instead of, you know, being, you know, like a like an iron-fisted despot. That was pretty cool, but they just, like, dropped the ball in so many other aspects of the story, including... Having robots that can, well, as far as we knew, uh, could still transform into vehicles, making their getaway on other fucking vehicles. So, <laughs> yeah, I see. Okay, there was literally, like, in the first ten minutes of the first episode, uh, Bumblebee and Optimus are, like, running away from a on shitload foot. on foot from a bunch of other Decepticons. Like, do these motherfuckers not remember they have wheels attached to their shins? So I play, I, I've got War for Cybertron on the 360. Right, right. And like that game opens up and it's this huge space battle. I was like, this is fucking great. This is really cool. The game is pretty good. And, and but as I'm playing, I was like, why am I walking? A walking everywhere? Like, why am I walking? I can turn into a car. Like, let me get there in three seconds instead of 20 minutes. This is stupid. But what part is that? Or what part of the game is that? Uh, right at the start. Is it right at the start? Oh, yeah. so it's like it's still walking you through the controls and stuff? I think so, yeah. But like, like immediately I was like, let me turn into a car. All right. I want to drive where I need to go. Through, uh, yeah, okay. They're, they're being kind of technical there. But like through play, you realize that like their vehicle modes are like highly mobilized combat modes and stuff. Oh, okay. Whereas like when you're on foot, you're mainly just looking for cover and playing Gears of Wars and shit. That's a damn good game. Yeah, it, it is really But you gotta good. learn how to really walk before game. you can transform. Yeah, that's true. That's very philosophical. Um, Planetary Express. Planet, yeah, Planetary Express. Good news, everybody. We won. <laughs> I feel bad for the Ark. I just want him to retire in oh, peace. No, they, named, they called it the Ark. I mean... Why would they have... They don't even have our religion, our religion, on Cybertron. 
Why would they call it the Ark? Projection. They kind of have I a guess. religion. Not ours! No, not yeah, ours. They don't have an Ark to save the fucking planet, you know? it's That's what the Ark was, they, though. They don't go two by yeah. two they, onto the Ark, though. Because, it's, well, I mean, if there you, was you don't put two fucking motorcycles, you don't put two bumblebees on there. It's Well, you can put a bumblebee and a cliff jumper on it. Mm. Cliff jumper. Yeah. Cliff Jumper never gets a... Fu- He's the Sean Bean of Transformers, that poor bastard. He's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I know. Other than uh, Shockwave and the sound... Or shock... The purple guy and the blue guy. Shockwave. <laughs> shock- <laughs> you, mean the, you mean the gun with the amazing rack? That guy? Yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite Transformers memes. <laughs> if your girlfriend has one eye and amazing rack, that's not your girl. That's, that's Shockwave. Shockwave. <laughs> They like Soundwave, too. Yeah. That's what throws me off, because they're both Wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, they, they weren't very... And Decepticons. Oh, and what was the guy that turned into a, um, a microscope? Oh, a Perceptor. Perceptor. That, that was the one I was allowed to have, because my grandmother thought it was educational. I, I, I love the... um. Oh, I forgot what yeah, the original toy line was called, but th- that was part of like Soundwave and a bunch of the yeah. other mundane bots, yep. and they were, they were supposed to just turn into like scale versions of you know, everyday household uh, objects. Um... I liked all of those, though. Those were the ones that, like, I wanted to form a complete uh, collection of. Mm-hmm. And the vehicles were cool. But for some reason, I don't know, just, like, three little robots that transform into a camera composite, that just got my motor running for some weird reason. Not to be ironic. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so it was called the Ark because... So those guys should those guys should ride in a vehicle. Yeah, because, no shit! Yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking microscope boy should hop into Bumblebee and be like, fucking beat feet, let's go! Yeah, You're like... Like, even Soundwave's Cybertronian form was like a freaking lamppost or some crazy shit. He couldn't go shit, anywhere. Shit, I can't move. Please, someone pick me up. I'll call a Transformers Uber. <laughs> oh, no, they spotted me. Better make my escape. Uh, fuck, I'm stationary. <laughs> um, so it was called the Ark because they were escaping from Cybertron to Earth, and that's why it was... Okay. I mean, I gathered that. Yeah. But, like, it's... The naming convention bothers me. Yeah, two on the nose? Yeah. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right, so Planet Express moves we, we, on. We, yeah, we should have, like, an episode of Transformers. Oh, what is that? That's awesome. Which one? The one on the right. We have Discovery 1 from 2001 and The Titan from Titan AE. Oh, Titan AE. It's the Titan. Titan AE, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, classic. Yeah, but I... I probably iconic, but that design kicks that ass. That is incredible. Yeah. Which one? The Titan. So we're going with the Titan? Yep. We is. All right. Up next, this is a big one. Enterprise D versus Max from Fly of the Navigator. Oh, it's Enterprise D. It, that one's easy for me. Like, I love Flight of the Navigator, but... I mean, that's a big silver fucking glob. Dude, I spent, like, a week with poster board and just various, like, cardboard scraps turning my bedroom into the fucking Max. It's gotta be that one for me. <laughs> and coat hangers to make the little, like, whatever these things are float above the bed. And nobody else knew what the hell it was because it looked like shit. Plus, it morphed. It, like, elongated. It did morph. It, it, it did have gadget mode. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Enterprise D. Okay. But I still got to go with Max. I mean, <laughs> clearly, I'll fucking love that shit. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely fair it enough. Looks like, uh, it looks like an oyster, I'm, but, you know, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Enterprise D. That one's mm-hmm. kind of easy for me. All right. Up next, uh, the last eight for the first round. We've got the TARDIS versus Voyager. TARDIS. TARDIS. <laughs> Straight. Wow, Jinx. Yeah. You owe me a Coke. All right. This next one is going to be difficult. I guarantee it. We've got the Bebop versus the Ghost. What's the Bebop? Cowboy Bebop. What's the Ghost from? Star Wars Rebels. (laughs) Okay. Well, we see where the line in our card (laughs) is right here. This one may place us at an impasse, Bob. You might have to be the tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm I'm going Ghost, and I'm sure he's going Bebop. Mm Mm-hmm. Shit. I think, uh, you <laughs> Sorry, know, Bob. <laughs> I was really hoping this one wouldn't come to me. Um, you know what's funny? Is that if you put Spike Spiegel's uh, ship up here? I don't know. It might have been the a bit swordfish? more difficult. The swordfish? Thank you. <laughs> I know it was like, I know it it was like, like somewhat I, I thought the Bebop sounding. was more iconic. It looks like a Boston Whaler. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of does. Like, it's, it looks like something my grandpa would build. No, no, no. You know what it looks like is one of the speedboats with, like, the foils on the... on, on, on the. Uh, oh, yeah, like a little cigarette boat. Yeah, a little cigarette boat. <laughs> Thanks. A little Coke boat. <laughs> I don't know. What would it you call It does look like something that Razor Ramon would drive. <laughs> <laughs> I am magical. <laughs> oh, is it peppers and beef again? Well, at least we get to eat this week. So, little reference for you, Cowboy Bebop fans. I love the Bebop. I love the show. Um, 
but I, I gotta go with Ghost. I think that one is a little more iconic. I think that if Just, I'd actually seen Rebels 2, I might have gone with that one. You should because... watch that show. I'll get yes. to it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, uh, so Tart- is a bunch of other shit, the, though. The Tartakovsky yeah. uh, Clone Wars is getting added to Disney+, Plus this month. Oh, that's gonna happen first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, you can watch that in an afternoon. Chronologically, that happened first, Which is right? great, because... Maybe. I don't know. I'd always oh. been planning on watching that, and I just could never find it. I could never find, like, it, mm-hmm. you know, on any streaming service. Uh, it would pop up, on, pop up on Netflix for, like, a month and then disappear for yeah. three years. I hate that so fucking too. much. <laughs> it's like I've had Beyond the Black Rainbow pop up on Netflix, like, three effing times for, like, a week. Get a clip each time. Oh. And after finally, like, seeing uh, Dread through, you know, less than legal means a couple of months ago... I've not got that on Hulu, but I've got the uh, Sylvester Stallone one on Hulu, and they're also both on Prime, and a whole bunch of other places. So apparently the Dread Escape seen, has... Like, I haven't seen Dread yet, I need to see that. It's pretty damn good, it's a siege movie, so it's not as adventure as uh, oh, it's okay. the Sylvester Stallone one, but if you're into westerns, mm-hmm. yeah, do it. Yeah, highly recommend I also, I, I love, what's his name? Carl Urban? Carl Urban, yeah, like, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's perfect. He's so great. fucking good. Alright, well I'm, I'm Team uh, Bebop, by the way, there you go. Alright, I am I'm going with ghosts, so I guess that one moves on. Alright, uh up next we've got The Heart of Gold versus Discovery. The Heart of Gold. Yeah. I I love the Discovery design, uh, but that's the fucking heart of gold, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure I if mean, Corey knew this, but the Discovery, its shape was basically the A pizza cutter. Uh, what <laughs> no, or a fidget spinner, depending on your look at it. <laughs> no, uh, I know. Actually, the, the look of the Discovery is what the Enterprise D was going to look like in its initial con- uh, conceptual artistry. That's why you showed me that before, didn't you? I didn't know that. That's cool. Probably. Kind of, an, uh, kind of a sidebar for the uh, Heart of Gold. It That's like its second design. It had only existed in print form up until like the two productions, so mm-hmm. it never really had... This is the one from the movie, not the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, clearly, because the one from the TV show it looked a bit like um, it looked a bit like a Star Wars. What's the? It, it was more elongated. It was more out. elongated. I, it was gold, if I remember correctly. Um, like no, actually, I think it was white. It was white, also. Okay. Yeah. So it never really had an iconic design ascribed to it. Uh, it had just existed in print. Most people are exposed to it through um, through description and not visualization. Mm-hmm. And we still knew which one this was. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna go go with that one. Which one? Uh, the Heart of Gold, of course. Oh, Jay, what were you going with? The Heart of Gold. Although I bet the okay. Discovery can cut a hell of a pizza. I, I love Discovery. I think it's a brilliant show, but the Heart of Gold is a significantly more distinct design. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. Next up, we've got ET's ship. Oh, fuck. fuck that thing. No, that right there. <laughs> Versus Gunstar One from the Last Starfighter. Yeah, yeah the, Gunstar the Last Starfighter. One. There's yeah. Death Blossom versus Fart Blossom. Yeah, I'm not going like, with that shit right there. This looks like something out of metal. Rainbow Blossom. This looks like something out of Metal Slug. Uh huh. Right. And that looks like something out of Butt Plug. Yeah, That's what that it's looks terrible. like right there. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the uh, thing for setting yeah. me up there. That was pretty good. All right. Nice. All right. So that was the first round. All right, let's oh move on to the second God. round. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, so it should be a lot easier because we've gotten all of our opinions yeah, out of the way from yeah. here on out. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so uh, let's just stay in this upper left bracket. Just clear it out mm-hmm. before we move on to the next one. So in the second round, we have uh, Eagle 5 versus Spaceball 1. I didn't plan that. That's cool. Uh, Eagle 5. Eagle 5 still. Yep. Because the Eagle 5 escapes from Spaceball 1. All right. Uh, after that, we have the Jupiter Two There's from Lost in Space versus Slave some One. Some kind of logic one. there, and Slave One is better than Two, so we're gonna go with that. Was there a Slave Two? Mm, I mean, or you're just oh, you're saying Jupiter Two? Legends. Yeah. Yes, there was a Slave okay. Two in Legends. Is it, was oh there really? really? Oh. I think so. Yeah. Nice. Is it the same oh. kind of a class and make? Or? I, yeah, I think it was Jodo Cast. No shit. Yeah, I think he had a Slave Two. I gotta, I gotta, I might be talking out my ass. I got, might also be talking about a. I might be making a. A Star Wars RPG I played in Into Fact, which, so forgive me for that. <laughs> hey, it's just as legible as uh, Legends stuff. Yeah. All right. Next, to round out that bracket, we've got Eagle Vi versus Slave One. Ooh, shit. Uh, Slave One. We're going for iconic Slave One. Does a Slave One have a dinette? No. I don't even know what the kitchen in the slave one looks like. I we've only seen the inside of it once. 
Uh, I'm going go with the Eagle Five. Slave one for me. Okay, slave one into the final four. All right. Down below that, we have the Serenity versus the Satellite of Love. Serenity. Satellite of Love. Ooh. Ooh. Didn't expect that. You see, when I did this for myself and just had fun just marking it off, I had, think I had Satellite of Love going all the way. Mm-hmm. But. Which would be uh, on brand for mm-hmm. the Satellite of Love, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, instead, I think I am going to stay with Serenity. Okay. All right. All right, after Red that. Red Dwarf. Red, Red dwarf. dwarf. He's going <laughs> Red, Red Dwarf. <laughs> really? Over Swine Trek? Red Dwarf. Uh, that's, that's the most brilliant design of absolute, <laughs> absolute shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, I am just enamored with this awful, awful I, thing. I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm going re- to repeat myself again here. If Jay wasn't so taken with its mediocrity, I probably wouldn't give a shit. But I'm kind of on the, I'm kind of on the Red Dwarf love train, too, so fuck it, yeah. <laughs> All right, Red Dwarf moves on. Uh, so then we got Red Dwarf versus Serenity. Uh, see, that's hard. Um, yeah, the joke ends there, Serenity. Yeah, I think... I, I think <laughs> all right, so if I'm looking at it in tournament stance, uh-huh. Red, Red Dwarf was what, like a 14 seed? Uh, uh, let me see. I do. Have, uh, Red Dwarf was a 6 seed in its bracket. Okay, so it was a 6 seed. Uh... You know what? Losing to a number one seed is is nothing to be embarrassed about, or a number two seed. We're gonna especially for the red fucking dwarf. Yeah, it's <laughs> Serenity wins, but Red Dwarf right. will, will forever have my heart. Yeah, we're not gonna get any angry hello 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 tweets. I don't think anyone's, anyone's gonna hold that against us. So, yes, yeah, so yeah. cold blimey, they actually fucking think twice. What's all this then? Oh, I invented the design of that thing by just shoveling shit off my fucking desk. Look, there's a oh paperclip. <laughs> You don't know how close you are to the real show. I, I, I'm sure it was '80s BBC. It was the guy had a cat that evolved into human-like form, but still had cat qualities. Yeah. So basically, um, Animalia from uh, Lost Skeleton. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move over to the other side. Mm-hmm. We have the Millennium Falcon versus the Planet Express. Uh, Falcon. Uh, Falcon. Yeah. More hiding places, although I don't know why that matters. All right, up next we have the Titan from or and um, let's see, the Titan versus Enterprise D. Uh, mm. That's hard. Um, okay, so most icon- most iconic is the Enterprise. Yeah. Although it didn't really it's... matter with the fucking Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Red Dwarf. I, I know we're there, pretty... there is a movement behind the Red Dwarf. Right. Yes. <laughs> It was the Cinderella, right. without a doubt. The, the Red Dwarf is the people's champion of <laughs> this entire bracket. <laughs> All right, and to wrap up that bracket, we have the Millennium Falcon versus Enterprise D. Oh, that's about perfect, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that could be a final. I gotta go Falcon. Uh, Enterprise D? Holodex. Uh, Holodex. I'm going that's, by tech. That's, at th- that's a good point. I'm going by um, tech at this point, yeah. I'll make this easy, and I'll just say I'm going to go with Enterprise D because they had Dolphin Science Center that we never saw on the show. Oh, that's right! Hey, do you know about this? No, I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, Ask him. Tell me about the dolphins, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about the rabbits. Tell me about (laughs) Thank you for beating me to it. Is this why Hootie and the Blowfish said the dolphins made me cry? Is because of Enterprise never showing it? <laughs> no, it could be. Uh, the Enterprise D had uh, what's like the scientific name for dolphins? Like cr- Dolphinalia. I don't know what the fuck it is. Let's just go with that. It's we don't fact check anything, Bob. Well, I, I'm doing this because I just I want to. Uh, the bottlenose dolphin was an aquatic mammal, indigenous to Earth. Uh, Star Trek Next Generation technical manual indicates that dolphins were part of Enterprise D's complement serving as navigational specialist. That's Kanan. That shit is Kanan. And it got inspired when they brought humpback whales back in Star Trek IV and they realized these things could help us navigate through space. So not only is it Kanan, but it is Kanan in the best fucking way. <laughs> By being... Okay. I, I need you to understand. I'm saying this after have learning, having learned about what the fuck a red dwarf was tonight. <laughs> that is the it's dumbest called... fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's goddamn idiotic. Like that's cetacean ops. Cetacean ops. That's what it was called. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. That's just. That's just. Is that is that a Michael Akuda thing? Like he wrote that in the tech manual, thinking no one would ever notice. 
No, I think they had that from day one. They just never had the budget to show it. But they, I guess they revived it for C-Lab or whatever that show was. Sequest? DSV? Sequest. God damn. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Um, I think I think that whoever like came up with the idea was inspired by the uh, presence of dolphins on Earth from... Or the dolphin exodus from Earth in A Hitchhiker's Guide. And there was never any budget. <laughs> oh. It was never a production line item in order to make a reality on that show. They found dolphins in space. Yeah. They were just floating around out there. All right, fine. Enterprise. All right, uh, next we have the TARDIS, TARDIS. versus the Ghost. TARDIS. Uh, let's see. The, next we have the Heart of Gold versus the Gunstar 1. I'm going to say Heart of Gold. Yeah, Last Starfighter is more or less an anti-war parable. I'm going with the Heart of Gold. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then to finish up that bracket, we have the TARDIS versus the Heart of Gold. TARDIS. TARDIS? Even though they roughly operate the Yeah, same they're basically way. the same thing. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> who stole from who in that instance? Hmm. I mean, Douglas Adams wrote and is responsible for a lot of Doctor Who's mythology. That's a very good point, yeah. Interesting, huh? Right. Zaphod Beeblebrox is a Time Lord? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Ooh. Perhaps. All right, so we have our final no, four as, of... As Sam Sle- Rockwell, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm done. Sorry. Okay, we have <laughs> Slave One. <laughs> we have our final four of Slave One nerds, versus man. Serenity. Uh, Serenity. Hold on. Not casting my vote yet. Ooh. Okay, uh, I'm going Slave One because if I show the Slave One and the Serenity to a random person on the street, they're more likely going to know what the Slave One is. That can easily go both ways. Yeah, I could. I mean, it, we're gonna luck of draw. we're just gonna we're gonna show nerds. They're gonna kind of be at odds with themselves over. We show anybody that like doesn't give a shit about any of this. They're, they won't know what the hell's what. <laughs> Here, here's, here is exactly why I am taking the Slave One over the Serenity, and I love Serenity. I think it's a phenomenal show uh, or movie. I think Firefly is a wonderful show. Uh, Slave One has merchandise uh, has is on merchandise at fucking Walmart right now. That's a good point. If Johnny Walmart can go buy a Lego set, an action figure set, a T-shirt, fucking underoos with the Slave One on it, that is significantly more iconic than the Firefly. Johnny Walmart here on the scene of capitalist <laughs> capitalism enthusiast here. Did they not make a Lego set of the Serenity? No. Nope. No, because I would have no. been all over that shit like white on rice. I mean, at the end of this entire vote, it is about recognizability. Pretty sure. But like most of these things, it's a popularity contest, basically. I like them both pretty much equally. And I like the yeah. fact that the Slave One can be operated by a single pilot. That's kind of nice. Although, no, wait a minute. Soaking so can, so can Serenity. Serenity. Well, it, it yeah. was operated by a single pilot. But we it, saw how that worked out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mowed down in his prime like a blade of grass. Anyway. What? <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I'm going to go with the slave one. Fucking Reavers. Fucking Reavers, man. All right. <laughs> All right, on the other side, we have the Enterprise D versus the TARDIS. 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 Yeah, as wow. far as recognizability goes, it's yeah, kind it, of... I mean, it, I, I think... I think it's just the TARDIS is cooler. I mean, yeah, it's it, the that's apartment. really what it comes down to. It's, like, the Enterprise D is sterile. The TARDIS uh-huh. is fucking punk rock. Like, yeah. that's well, that's the thing about the TARDIS is that it doesn't necessarily have to be punk rock. It's basically your dream apartment. Yeah, and whether or not we agree on any one TARDIS between <laughs> I the love two the of circle us, circle things. It, that's, he likes the circle things. I like the Eighth Doctor's like Victorian steampunky TARDIS, but it's the same fucking ship. Yeah, technically, so it can be like yeah, it's all like things an Apple to Store all versus the Hot Topic. Yeah, except it could be both shitty things at once without being both shitty things. <laughs> you see, that's the point. It's adaptable, you know? Um, and I like the fact that, like, the beauty of the TARDIS can be illustrated. You know, once again, uh, one of uh, the 12th Doctor's uh, appealing quirks is that, like, you can move into the previous Doctor's TARDIS, not give a fuck, and just put your shit in it. And it's still yours, somehow. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. let's say we wrap this up and we crown our 2021 Nerd Playoff Champion. So we have Tardis. the mo- Sorry. Go ahead, Bob. You gotta let me finish with the build, man. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. <laughs> no, fuck it. It's over with. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jay. First day Bob comes back and we gotta completely just tank the thing on a I forgot words. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway. All right, so who was it? it who, yeah, I Rewind. actually don't remember who the TARDIS Corey, what are you voting for? Uh, TARDIS? Okay, TARDIS. I'm sorry. It's a United okay. I meant to say TARDIS, not TARDIS. Well, just, the TARDIS tur- was well, the, the, the ninth Doctor's. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it was grungy. Yeah, don't worry, yeah, was... we speak Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, Bob. <laughs> Thank you. Glad we had fun with that. That was good. I'm hung up on trying to like create a fecal um, and an ac- acronym out of TARDIS, I and it's, I, I can't pull it together, man. Shit. I, I know. Right. Turds and rancid, indigestive dumps, sir. Uh, time again for rump dispersal in shit. Space. Shitter. Space. Yes, there you go. <laughs> God, fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I like I like that our return to form was was another uh, was uh, was a ritual that I completely clean forgot about after the. <laughs> hey, don't worry. That's time that none of us are going to get back. <laughs> no, it's, that's that that was all of 2020, and that kind of made this work the way. So yes, thank you for Absolutely. thank you for thinking way the hell ahead of us. Not to put the cart before the horse. Not to fuck up my cliches, but I, I kind of saw the TARDIS, you know, kind of taking the whole thing anyway. Yeah. We've, well, we've, you never know. we've historically displayed a bias towards all things Doctor-ish. Well, I, th- I thought it was, I th- it could have been Doctor or, Doctor Star Trek or Star Wars could have easily won. Well, that, because one of those, those are the big three. Can you imagine, yeah. like, can you imagine, like, the TARDIS making it this far ahead, like, 13, 14 years ago? Though? No. That would have been fucking crazy. No, not de- definitely not. Like, well, I mean, that maybe... Maybe because there, because I, you got to remember, like 13, 14 years ago, when when the Eccleston stuff relaunched, mm-hmm. I wasn't watching the show, right? And it's like people are like, oh, you got to watch Doctor. It's like I'm not fucking watching Doctor Who. Yeah, that show's stupid. Yeah, that's like, for <laughs> nerds who watches. I did not. There's like there, because of the uh, because of the uh, barrier of cultural access. That was that was like kind of one of those things. Much like much like I don't know Red Dwarf maybe that um we didn't really <laughs> think about. You know, it kind yeah. of always sat on the periphery. But we were like. We're not nerd enough to appreciate this. Well, we had I had Doctor Who on uh, WGBH up in Boston, the the, nice. P, the PBS, yeah, or WBBH, um, I think. I don't remember. Doesn't fucking matter. Um, anyway, well, it was so Doctor Who, so yeah, Doctor Who, <laughs> and uh, fucking Monty Python and his flying fucking circus. Uh, you got fucking Fitzy and Sully up there doing fucking. Uh, Cotwheels and fucking trapeze out of shit, you know? It was fucking incredible. We used to get uh, Monty Python up there, and I knew Monty Python. I love Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Doctor Who with, um, what's his name? The guy with the buggy eyes. Tom Baker. Tom Baker, that's uh-huh. it. Uh, uh, Tom Baker, uh, the, the long scarf doctor, always came on after Monty Python. And I had no idea what the hell this show was. It was just this random guy in a scarf and a big ass jacket and a weird hat. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. Who you could have sworn was in a headlining psychedelic rock band from the sixties, perhaps. Yeah. Because he looked like it. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, is that Is that the di- the dude from the Who? Is that Tom Townsend? Yeah. You're half right. <laughs> yeah. He was he was from a Who-ish sort of IP, I suppose. Um but yeah, he looked I thought I recognized him from like one of my dad's like sundry album covers of which mm-hmm. he had like hundreds. It just turned out that like there was a lot of curly haired British dudes in entertainment at the time. So I didn't know any better. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so that was episode 90 of the Cretans Guild podcast. And if you think we have given you a dollar's worth of content, please come on, join us on over, over on Patreon where supporters are able to have live cast recordings, Q&A, access to early uploads and some extra stuff we drop in from time to time. Shout out to the newest supporter, Frank from New York. Frank from New York. Uh, the FBI will be knocking soon, wondering yeah. why the <laughs> hell you are giving us money. Um, it's going to be a wellness check. Are you okay? Yeah, they're going to just make sure that you're fucking not, you know, need to be committed. Um, uh, link tree to all of our socials and other media can be found on in the description of this episode or do a search on Cretans Guild anywhere that fine podcasts are found or anywhere anything is found. There are no other Cretans Guild. It's just us. Yep. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube. I am Jay. You can follow me on Square Pegs. I am the video game channel, not the 1980s sitcom. And you can follow <laughs> Bob on YouTube at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns, where he runs an Orlando and theme park lifestyle vlog. It is one of my favorite channels on YouTube. And I loved the episode today, Bob, looking at that new place in Animal Kingdom. I thought that was really awesome. And those are some expensive fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. But... Oh, man, were they good. 
Uh, we have merch on tpublic.com that features the art of Tom Solo, the phenomenal artist that does our Barrel Girl logo. And you can search for Cretans Guild on there and find it as well. We are, of course, somehow eternally part of the Podfix Network. And we say to all of our followers, new and old, welcome to the Guild. And we won't say the rest of it. All right. Okay. <sighs> really? Tell your dogs and cats. Fuck you, there Bob. There it is. <laughs> 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 what do you think you were gonna say? What he ended up saying? Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something, something far worse. Like, how can anything be worse than what we've said already tonight? It's a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and now enjoy this promo from another fine Podfix Network show. <laughs> you mean from a fine Podfix Pod Network show? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that implies that we are a fine Podfix right. Network show, and that is decidedly not the case. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. And we have the Mouse and Weens podcast. Come listen. We're a couple of sisters. It's great. <laughs> is this the Muppets? Yep. I'm a mom. I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a mom in San Diego with a bunch of kids. I'm single and alone because I'm an adult baby. Go ahead. Quick. She's in Hollywood. All and right, she's listen awesome. to us. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Go. Give seven seconds. Life, love, and pubic hair people. Come take a listen. See you later. Bye. Bye.